So I think a lot of us authors were surprised when we realized just how much marketing went into being a writer. I think if you were at all like me, your idea of being a full-time writer would be writing full-time and maybe doing a little bit of editing and, you know, maybe replying to fan emails or something. I don't think, you know, five years ago, anybody in the indie publishing world could have predicted how much a percentage of our time and energy and resources would be invested in the marketing side of things. And for some people that can be confusing or frustrating. I talk to a lot of people who say things like, I wish I could only write and not have to worry about the marketing side of it. So today I want to talk about both some of the mindset issues and some of the practical issues that come from wearing these two hats, the marketing side of things and the writing side of things. So we'll be covering issues like how do you find time to do both the marketing and writing? How do you make it so that the marketing's not just taking over everything? And how do you kind of wrap your brain around the fact that you're now these two employees for your publishing business? You're the author, but you're also the publicist, marketer, all of that. So first, let's talk about the time component involved in marketing, because if you're running ads or doing any of these other things to really be getting your books out there, then you know that that kind of stuff really can take over. Like there are weeks that I don't do anything book related. All of my time is spent on ads and emails and administrative stuff. I don't love weeks like that. And so I try to keep them few and far between. I would imagine that you might be the same way. So I just want to offer a couple practical suggestions for just finding time to do the marketing without it feeling like it's monopolizing your writing time. So the biggest suggestion that I have for you in those kinds of situations is to really grasp and embrace the concept of batching your time. So there's a few ways that that might look. That might look like marketing Mondays is, I think, something that uh, some people have used that phrase. On Monday is when you do all your administrative stuff, get all your ads going. You let them run for the week, and then the next Monday you check in on them. So that's one example of time batching where you, you set a chunk of time that you know is just for your ads and your marketing, and then the other times you're free to be working on the writing, which is, if you're like most writers, what you really want to be doing. Another way this can work in time batching is just the first half hour of the workday is ads. This is kind of how I tend to do it. I don't love writing in the morning anyway. It takes me a little bit of time for my brain to wake up. It's not that I'm not a morning person. I just wake up slowly and I know that my writing is more efficient and more fun in the afternoon and evening. So what I like to do a lot of times, my way of time batching and my way to make sure that I'm spending time on marketing, but also getting the writing time in, it will often look like in the mornings, I'll spend half an hour to an hour on ads. I don't think that you need to be doing that much, but you know, I have that time set aside that's primarily for ads. And then during the rest of the day, I've got for writing if I'm working on a project. So that's another way to do time batching. You even can do time batching by weeks even. So what I like to do often is I'll set aside a week where I just postpone any of the administrative stuff, any of the marketing stuff. There are very few things that are going to destroy your career if you don't keep up with them for a week. So if I don't get to an email for a week, that's okay. And I give myself that week just to work on a first draft. 
And that's another example of time batching that's keeping your writing time separate from your other times. And I do this the same with administrative stuff. So about twice a year, I give my newsletter automation sequence a massive overhaul. And that can be a week-long process. It's proofing every single email, making sure all of my automation rules are set, adding new emails to my sequence. And so I just set aside about twice a year, a week, where that's all that I plan to get done. Doing time batching this way also helps because it takes energy, it takes mental energy to switch from one task to another. So that's why it's a little bit harder if you were to say, I'm going to spend half an hour on emails and then half an hour on Facebook ads and then half an hour on BookBub ads. Like I actually tried this once, like doing everything in half hour chunks. And it's really hard because you get into that that chunk, that small chunk of time. And then by the time you get into your groove, your timer beeps and it's time to move on to the next thing. So sometimes doing things in longer chunks, like having a full week to focus on something, for example, could be a benefit. Something else I like to do with my ads that might work for you is I I set myself marketing goals and give myself little rewards when I achieve them. Now, you might think when I say marketing goals that I mean something like I want to make $10,000 this month and I do set financial goals, but the marketing goals are different. The marketing goals are things like this month, I want to create 100 new Amazon ads or I want to spend 20 minutes a day in my BookBub's ad dashboard, things like that. So if you're the kind of person who can be either competitive and or the kind of person who likes to check things off of lists, it can be really fun to set yourself little goals like this. So for example, the month that I had a goal of, I think it was 100 Amazon ads. I wanted to create 100 Amazon ads in one month. And so every time I worked my Amazon ads, I would put a sticky note on a little piece of construction paper and write down how many ads I had made that day. And then I would keep a running tally. And my reward, once I got to 100, was I'm going to go out on a date with my husband. That's how I'm going to reward myself for putting this time in. It's nothing earth shattering and it's nothing that is going to make or break your business if you do this. It's just a way that maybe if you need a little more motivation to get into your ads dashboards, that if you set yourself a goal and try to compete with yourself, it might make it a little more fun. So let's shift a little bit from the practical ways to just get some marketing time into your day and talk a little bit about just some of the mindset things that come. Because like I said, I think for many of us, it came as an unexpected discovery to realize that we were going to be spending so much time on marketing. If you were like me, you really expected to be writing like 90% of your workday. So one thing that I would encourage you to do, if you really do struggle with this idea of, I wish I could be writing, I really don't want to be doing the marketing side of things. I would encourage you to think about the creative ways that your marketing can be used to express you, express your personality, express your artistic style. So maybe, for example, if you were talking about email marketing, maybe you tap into your creativity by weaving really fun stories into your newsletter. Readers love stories anyway. So maybe you've got a newsletter full of just funny anecdotes of things that happened to you or tidbits of history influenced your writing or things like that. Tap into the same creative juices that make you such a good writer and that make you enjoy writing so much and apply those to your ads. So maybe for you, that looks like when you're running your Facebook ads, maybe you really can get into creating the graphics. I know a lot of people who like diving into graphics because it uses a different part of their brain than writing a story does. 
And so you can take that same level of creativity into your ads. Or I know for me, I I really like the numbers side of it. I never thought I'd get that deep into the data. But I find it really fun. I was a biology major in college, and I also was a chemistry lab TA when I was in college. And so I really like lab settings. I like forming hypotheses and testing them and proving them right or wrong. And so when I go into my ads dashboard, I'm kind of using that same sense of curiosity to see what works and what doesn't. So even if it's something that sounds pretty cut and dry, like just creating ads, If you bring a sense of creativity or artisticness or curiosity to your ads, then I feel like that can really help. And you can also be looking at it not as ads are something that are keeping you from writing, but ads are a way to take a productive break from writing because none of us really, I don't want to say none of us, but in general, most authors aren't going to have the mental and creative stamina to type at their computers for eight hours a day, five days a week, right? Like we, our schedule is in general, not a typical 40 hour work week schedule where we're just behind a computer doing this. We need breaks. We need to give our creativity a break. And so if you start to look at ads and marketing as a way to give your creativity a break, that might be easier for you to look at it in that sense, as opposed to something that takes time away from your writing. So that's it for today. I hope that some of these tips were either helpful or encouraging for you. I hope that you are having an amazing week, both with your writing and your marketing. I hope that you're very inspired and your creative juices are flowing and that you're just having an amazing day. And we will talk to you soon.